Hello, everyone, and thank you, thank you for joining us today on Prayer Experience. Now, today is a special session for women. That doesn't mean we're not going to be praying for every other person, but because of the of the event that is coming up this weekend, we want to just spend some time praying for for women. So we have the women's prayer conference at well in Preston at the Kingdom Life Church tomorrow Saturday at 11 a.m. If you're around town, we would like you to be a part of that. All right. So before we continue, I just want to welcome you all to the prayer experience today. It's been such a blessing to be able to come in here and just share with you and just be a, a, a part of the family praying together with one voice, one heart, one spirit, but praying into the plans and the purposes of God in this time. Please share this video. Let friends and family, loved ones know that we are praying. Okay. And remember, you can subscribe to the audio podcast. Sorry, subscribe to Daily Talks Media Channel UK. I almost went on a <laughs> default mode there. All right. And we have the prayer experience hotline number that is available on the screen if we could leave that the hotline number on the screen for just a few minutes yes yeah, so you've got a, a landline and a mobile number i know some people want to take some time to capture that number but if you need that number you can or i think we may have it scrolling at the bottom of the screen but we'll try and feature it a bit more and much longer okay if you are live with us listening in right now please leave a comment let us know where you are joining us from and leave a testimony what god is doing in your life or leave a prayer request and we've got the prayer experience family and everyone on on the call or on the session today who will be praying in standing in faith with you as well okay now i'm going to go straight to thanksgiving thank you and using this verse of scripture, which, which is in Psalm 9, verse 1, says, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I will bless the Lord. You know, the, the backstory of this, this verse of scripture is King David, when he, he lost, he had, he had a loss in his life. A tragic event happened in his life. But this is what he said. I choose to give thanks to the Lord. I choose to recount of not the bad things, not the loss, not the things that are not palatable to hear, but of all your wonderful things, all your wonderful deeds, your wonderful acts. You see, it's a choice when we come into the presence of God or when we are just faced with life. It's our choice to thank him. It's our choice to praise him. I want us to thank him today for all the things he has done for us. We cannot recount all of it, but we can try. You can try to think of how God has healed you, strengthened you, provided for you. Even sometimes things we don't, we've not asked for, God has brought it our way. Can we thank him together? Father, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord, by recounting all of your wonderful deeds and the things you have done for us. Thanking you for our very life. 
thanking you for, you know, our health. We're, we're getting better. We're getting stronger. Thank you, Lord. We are healed. We have a guarantee of healing in our bodies. We thank you. We have a guarantee of provision. Said through the Apostle Paul, say you supply every need. And we thank you for that because we know that we have all the help that we need. Nothing in life phases us. Nothing in life overwhelms us. But we thank you, Father, for your, your mighty power that is at work in us. Your mighty power that works things out for us as we release our faith in you. You always see us through. When we look back at challenges we've had in our lives, and we look back today, and we see how you have brought us out. Sometimes we've forgotten about some of them. But we want to thank you for how you delivered us and how you set us firmly on solid ground. Thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We can go on and, you know, recount the blessings of God. Don't stop doing that. Just stay in that place where if anything tries to worry you, bother you, just think about the goodness of God. But don't just think about it. Praise God. Open your mouth and praise him. Hallelujah. I'm going to be taking, you know, I'm focusing on a particular woman in the Bible called Priscilla. And Priscilla has been, she, she and her husband were very instrumental in Apostle Paul's ministry. See, they moved Priscilla, you, you know the story of Priscilla and Aquila. Aquila is the man, Priscilla is the, is the woman. They moved from Rome to Corinth and they helped Apostle Paul with the ministry work, missionary work. They had a home church in, in their house. They led home groups. They preached the word. They served. But they were also um, very busy because they lived very busy lives. They, they had a business that they ran together. But I'm going to focus on the lady Priscilla because I believe, you know, they both walk, walk together to achieve these things that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about today and then we'll pray into that. Now, this one of the experiences that they had in Acts chapter 18, verse 24 to 25, a man named Apollos came to Ephesus. He was a Jew born in Alexandria, Egypt, and a terrific speaker, eloquent and powerful in his preaching of the scriptures. He was well educated in the way of the master and fiery in his enthusiasm. Apollos was accurate in everything he thought, taught about Jesus up to a point. But he, was, he only went as far as the baptism of John. He preached with power boldly in the meeting place. Then when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and told him the rest of the story. What strikes me here is the, the resume of this man called Apollos. If you remember when the, they had the church then had a kind of like a little squabble, not squabble, but kind of like a disagreement, different camps, and some said, oh, I am of Apollos, I am of Paul, because they were trying to 
divide themselves into different camps and belief system. That was how important Apollos became in the church today. But when Apollos came in contact with Priscilla and Aquila, he, this man was well-versed, well-educated. If you can think of anybody who is prolific in, in their speech and presentation, and he knew the scriptures, but up to a point. But this man was very, very sufficient in himself and in his knowledge. But the role Priscilla and her husband played in his life was not judgmental because he didn't know everything past the story of G past the story of John. He knew that Jesus was the Messiah, but he didn't know that Jesus had come on the scene and he had even been crucified and he had even, you know, risen from the dead. So he didn't know the rest of the story. But here comes Priscilla and Aquila, who were able to take him in to themselves, to their home, to their company, with a lot of patience, with a lot of humility, and they began to teach him, they began to mentor him in the truth of the scriptures. And this man went on to be really, really one of the great men of God that the church could equal him as Apostle Paul. But my point here is the role that the woman played in this story. And one of the things you recognize in that time is that in Corinth, or the, the people, the church had only just gotten into the move of a spirit, the move of the Holy Ghost being poured out upon all flesh. And people were baptized in the, in, in the spirit and people were speaking in tongues and people, the church was just still in its infancy stage. So any sort of um, divisions, inaccurate knowledge, inaccurate management of people and the things of God was going to rip the church apart. And this is where we come in as women. We have this ability to mend or to break. We have the ability, most often I would say, a large proportion of our strength and capabilities is to nurture. You nurture a baby, you, you know, from a seed to a baby to an, to an adult man. We have the ability to do that. We have the capacity to do much more than most of us are even doing. But one thing that stands out for me in the story of Priscilla is that she understood the scriptures. She was versed in the scripture. She knew the word. She was a student of the word. Because if, they, if she had not been and her husband, they wouldn't have been able to make such impact in the church today as they have. They wouldn't have been able to help Apollos. They wouldn't have been able to grow the church. They would they face their own persecution because anybody who, you know, Paul referred to them as co-liberals. Anybody who partnered with Paul came under persecution and really, really extreme difficult situations. So they had their own fair share of, of persecutions and difficult situations. But the character that they exhibited was that of people who were spiritually aware, spiritually mature, 
you know, in character, they were, they were, they were matured. And I wanna, I wanna ask us today to pray for women that we will be mature spiritually. We'll be students of the word, that we'll be matured in character. Because if your character goes everywhere, if your character is without control, you can break or you can make something you don't want to make. But our prayers today for the women is to, first of all, my, my charge today to the women is, think about this. What is God wanting you to use you for in the church, in the body of Christ? What are the abilities that God has put in me? How can I use them? And how can I use them well? How can I be a restorer? How can I be a nurturer? How can I encourage, support, build? Jesus said, I'm building my church. How can I work with God? How can I work with Jesus to build the church and not be a divider? How can I build my character so that I am strong, that no matter what situations I face, I am able to withstand it with all wisdom? And how can I be so aware of what God is doing today? Can we pray that prayer together? So, Father, we just pray, lifting up every woman on this call, every woman listening in, every woman who will listen in. That God, because of how you have so fashioned us and created us, so intricate in the things that you have put in us, Lord, sometimes we do not acknowledge how much of yourself that we carry. We want to pray for every woman. Can you, can you pray that with me? We pray for every woman. That we will come into this place of a greater awareness of what you are doing in and around us. We will not be caught up with ourselves. But we will be aware. And we will be builders and restorers. We'll be encouragers. We'll be participators in the, in, the, in the move of God and in the things of God, the things that you were doing. We'll not take a backseat. You've never made us to do that. You've made us to walk with you. You've made us to labor with one another. You've made us, oh God, with so much in us that we can offer. We can offer comfort. We can offer wisdom. We can offer love. We can offer, we can show maturity. We can speak kindly to one another. We can stand in a place of intercession. We can pray even for those we don't know. Father, we ask that you would help every woman to be everything that you have made us to be. That our lives here on earth will be impactful and we will fulfill everything you have for us. Put a hunger in each heart, Lord, 
to do your will at all costs, at all costs. It wasn't easy for Priscilla, no, but she did it. God, I pray that we will not just be passive in our walk with you, but we'll do everything you put in our hearts to do. Thank you, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're going to pray briefly for women in ministry following on from that. 2 Peter 1 verse 2 says, May grace and peace be given to you more and more, lavished upon you, multiplied to you, because you truly know, or as you grow in your knowledge through in the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. I want us to pray that every woman will have a desire to grow in the knowledge of God more and more. And I said something, I said, our knowledge of him develops in our spiritual maturity. You can't mature by age. You can't mature apart from God's word. But the more of his word you put in you, the more the spiritual character, those fruits will become so prevalent in your life. I want us to pray, Father, we pray for every woman in ministry. I will not just be caught up with the, with the things that are flamboyant and things that are out there, but we will pull back into a place of fellowship with you. We'll pull back into a place of communion with you. Pull back into a place of studying the word, growing in our knowledge with you so that we can be more effective as friends, as loved ones, as mothers, as sisters, as, as sisters not just in our homes but in the body of Christ. I pray, your oh God, for women in ministry, hmm, that their role will be so impactful in this end time and they will do everything that you have called them to do, not wavering, not sidestepping, but we'll be able to keep a, a stand focus on you because then we grow when we focus on you and knowing you more in the name of Jesus. Amen. And another prayer point, praying for women in positions of influence as well. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 18 says, But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body as he pleased. God, God, God has set us in different places. It could be in our workplaces. It could be in, in a local churches. It could be in our communities. And I said we must use our influence to fulfill the purposes of God. No matter where you are, no matter what you have at your disposal, that is a place of influence and we must use it for the purposes of God. So let's pray that together. Father, we just pray for every woman. You've given each and every one of us a, a sphere of influence. I pray that we would use all that is at our disposal for your plans and for your purposes. Not for our own, you know, promotion or good or desires, those will come, we know for sure. But let our focus 
be unusing our resources, our time, our places of influence to further the gospel, to bring about the kingdom, all that is on the heart of the Father to come to pass here on earth in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And obviously, we can go without praying, a prayer of healing and praying for women's health as well. One of the areas I find that most women, you know, will struggle with is those health issues that you just carry on living with. <laughs> those things that, you know, they could be classed as gynecological related issues. And most women just carry on with it, with life. But if you remember the story of the woman with the issue of blood, let's look at Luke chapter 8, verse 47 to 48. And, you know, when the woman realized she couldn't hide any longer, she came and fell trembling at Jesus' feet before the entire crowd, she declared, I was desperate to touch you, Jesus. Therefore, I knew if I could just touch even the fringe of your robe, I will be healed. And this is my emphasis. Jesus responded, beloved daughter, your faith in me has released your healing. You may go with my peace. I want us to pray for all women, those who are suffering any form of sickness or disease, whatever it is. It could be long-standing diseases, it, it, things that you have kept, not spoken about, or you've tried to manage. The power of God can break through any long-standing sickness or disease. We see that with the woman with the issue of blood, where she is not the woman with the issue of blood anymore. <laughs> see, she got healed. And Jesus said, your faith in me has released your healing. So can we pray that together? Father, we just pray for every woman on this call and those listening in, that as we release our faith, that healing is released unto us. So release our faith in your word, your faith, our faith in your power to heal every pain, remove every sickness and disease, every discomfort in the body. Even what the doctors just say, you have to live with it. But Jesus has not made provision for that. Jesus, you've made provision for healing. So as we release our faith for one another, we receive our healing because it is released unto us. We pray that our women will grow up strong and healthy so that, so that they are able to do everything that they need to do. We pray our women will be healed. We receive that healing on their behalf. And we thank you for that. In the name of Jesus, amen. Come on, can we thank God together? Father, we give you praise. We thank you. We just bless your name. What a good God that you are. Because you always do so much, we always have something to say. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Thank you for praying with us today. It's been amazing. I just want to re remind you, if you can make it this weekend, I can tell you 
there is such an excitement of what's going to happen this weekend. We believe that there will be an uphorring of the Spirit of God again upon us. We believe for healings. We believe for a mighty move of God in Preston. So you cannot but just come to Preston. Okay, that's a flyer. Just let us know. You can leave your, uh, your message on the chat. Let us know you like to come. You are coming. Let us know how many of you are coming. We'll still go spaces for more people. But yes, we will be in Preston this weekend and we look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Now remember, we are back on Saturday evening at 6 p.m. We're back live on with you on the prayer experience. God bless you and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Amen. Just cry for me.